Jesus did this as the beginning of the signs and he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. You may be seated. This is our text. And what we ponder for the next 10 minutes will be around this text. Jesus did this as the beginning of the signs. Signs are pointers, recognizable and giving information. A mark or gesture adopted as a method of recognition. If you are Linda Nuring, you will know how important signs are on this campus. Especially if there is an activity going on where new people come to campus, signs are significant, very significant. But they are signs. Signs point to places and locations and people. Rick Mars used to be my neighbor. He's no longer, he has moved away from my neighborhood. He is still on campus, his office is someplace on this campus, I know the number, but I need to follow signs to get to the location where he is. In fact, he, I was there once and almost by his door, but I turned around and missed the place and I had to come back and ask for signs to get to his place again. Signs are important, signs are pointers. There was John the Baptist in John's Gospel of the first chapter. He came to, he came as a sign. He actually was a witness. He said he was pointed to someone who was greater than him. The difficulty there was when John began preaching and doing a few things, those who saw him thought almost he was the one he was actually pointing to. Are you the Christ? Even that question they posed to him. He said, no. He said, he emphatically denied, I am not the Christ. Someone who comes after me, who is greater than me, whose bootstraps I am not even qualified to untie, he is the one. Signs point to something beyond, someone beyond the sign itself. Jesus performed this sign as the first of the signs. And as we go to chapter 3 and 4 and following, you will see at least seven signs in John's Gospel that Jesus performs. John also says early on and into chapter 20 that Jesus did many other signs. Signs are important, but they point to something beyond the signs. Jesus did this as the beginning of the signs, and he revealed his glory. He revealed his glory. This is an unusual word here, a combination of revelation and glory. Ephanerosin and doxa occurs only here probably in all the New Testament, definitely in John's Gospel, this is the only place. He revealed, manifested in some translations, his glory. That is the point of the signs, pointing to something beyond, someone beyond. John does not 
end his gospel, his narrative, with just signs. Signs need to be interpreted. And John has this pattern throughout his writing. There are some discourses that do not follow or precede a sign, as there are cases like that. But there are quite a few signs that also follow or succeed a discourse. This is just Jesus' pattern to reveal his glory to the people who were surrounding him and for us today to know him as he is. He feeds the 5,000 in John chapter 6, and there is a discourse, I am the bread of life. Sign, feeding the 5,000. Discourse, I am the bread of life. Sign, the first sign, turning of water into wine, but there is something greater happening from that sign onwards into the culmination of his ministry. Jesus says in chapter 8, I am the light of the world. Discourse. Then he follows that with a sign. He heals a man born blind. Further into chapter 11, Jesus says, gives the discourse, I and the resurrection and life. There he gives the sign. Jesus raises, as you know, Lazarus from the dead. Sign and discourse. John simply does not stop with narrating miracles, but he follows that with a discourse. It is through that sign and discourse we see how God's glory is manifested. Early on in the chapter, in John's Gospel, he writes, we beheld his glory, an unusual kind of glory, beheld his glory as the glory of that one and only Son, Jesus Christ. The Word became flesh, mystery, revealed, as the interpretation of that mystery revealed in this fact that God so loved the world as much to that extent that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Signs pointing to a discourse, ultimately pointing to what God is all about. Signs, discourse. And then he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. He revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Jesus revealed his glory. It's not a glory attributed to him, but he on his own, in his own terms, reveals his glory. As we know, as good Lutherans, his glory was ultimately revealed when he was lifted up. He lifted up on the cross as an expiation for our sins and the sins of the whole world. The ultimate revelation of God's, God's glory, which was humbling for him, for our sake and our salvation's sake. God let his glory go and reveal his glory in a completely different way, beyond human comprehension, where he will humble himself and become one like a slave, in fact, a slave, as he would take upon himself 
all human sin and its consequence for the sake of our redemption and our salvation. God's glory for our salvation as a consequence of our sin, for our freedom from sin. Science, discourses, testimony of that sign for our faith in him. Do we need signs? Are we looking for the ultimate sign that something will happen someday so that all people all over the world will believe in him? Yes and no. More on the no side. And Jesus says in Luke, no sign will be given to you except the sign of Jonah. No sign will be given to you except the sign of Jonah. This generation, this evil generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will, give, will be given except the sign of Jonah. For they repented at the time of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The ultimate sign that God will give to people is his own son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Are we not proud of that? Are we not humbled by that? That God would limit his glory in one person and let go of his glory because of our sin. And by his humbling, we will all be restored to God's glory. And this is the mystery of our faith. The disciples believe in, believed in him and we, the next generation, and the generation unto the ends of the earth, keep on believing in that mystery of our faith. And for us and our candidates soon receiving their calls. There are six parts to this mystery. Jesus Christ, according to Paul, was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, preached on among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. Mystery has been revealed. Glory given unto us, not to us, but unto us so that we may go forth and declare his praises. John says there were so many other signs that Jesus did, but these signs are given and written down for you so that they, you, you may believe that Jesus is the Son of God and by believing in him, you have eternal life. Signs discourses for our faith and for our salvation. For us to proclaim so that the world out there will know that God is glorious and he's glorified even among us. To God be the glory. Amen.